0: welcome 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 to episode number 33 of the eavesdrop podcast this week uh the podcast is brought to you by expressvpn fifth time in a row these people, man, I love their support. I'll tell you a little bit about them later on in the podcast. And, of course, Seagate. Seagate uh, makes everything happen here in the Hex Quarters. Thank you for sponsoring us. You literally have saved a ton of, I don't know, bad times because we're having nothing but good times here in the in the Hex Quarters. So I appreciate you for that. Tell you a little bit more about them themselves. And you're going to get a nice little external hard drive to take home. Really? Yeah, man. How many gigs do you want? You just tell me. Terabytes? You want a terabyte? I can <laughs> give you terabytes. That's the way she goes. I got I got it all, man.
1: All right, sounds good. I don't do know. Do you play
0: any console games?
1: Uh my Switch when we travel. That's about all I have time for.
0: I don't think I don't think Switch is considered uh console, is it?
1: Yeah. I mean it, it it's, docks up. It's, I it's played like in a my...
0: portable. Is it's it considered like a console? Both. Anyway, today we are joined by a good friend of mine. I have dubbed the the funniest laugh in esports. Actually a lot of people have um, and it's a natural one. It's not fake. Like some people, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. there's, there's those fakes out no, there. No,
1: shout out to my mom
0: for that one. Does your mom laugh the same as you? <laughs> yeah,
1: it's bad. If we both laugh in the same room, it gets pretty bad.
0: <laughs> really? Yeah. That's so awesome. Uh, anyway, we have uh, Shazab, Shazam, Shazab, Khan. Shazab, Khan. Yeah. Khan or Khan? Khan. K-H-A-N. Yeah. The man, the myth, the legend. Um, Shazeb or Shazam, Shazzy, Shaz, has uh has blessed us uh, very early on in, in Optic Gaming history when we picked up the first ever Counter-Strike team. Not only that, but we were under such a deadline to make the announcement that we had to fly you overnight. Not overnight, but we had to fly you like within a day's notice to come do the announcement. The whole team told this, like, Shazab should be the one to go. Even though Will uh, yeah. Rush was, like, two-hour drive away. You know what no, I'm saying? So, yeah. But they still. Uh, so I flew you first class. Obviously, want to make a first impre- a good first impression. And then, do you remember the first thing that we ate when uh, when we came?
1: Um, is it that burrito place you
0: took me yeah. to? Burrito yeah, burrito express in Barrington. That was good. Yeah, if you guys live in Barrington or in the surrounding areas, go to burrito express on Barrington Road. Uh, past Inverness, so you, you pass Dundee, you go over the train tracks, it's immediately on your left hand side. It is amazing. Send me a picture if you do, I miss it dearly. What you don't know, Shazam, is that the night before my wife and I went out, uh, and my wife and I hardly, hardly ever go out because obviously we have we're parents and we don't yeah. have you know, we we don't like the babysitting thing, you know, like we we have a kid, we're gonna take care of it, uh-huh. uh, her now, not So I apologize, <laughs> Olivia. Um, but we were like she's very big into like not baby, not getting babysitters so she can't come she doesn't go like that whole night the night that night however uh we had Jude's sister already there and Olivia was super comfortable and all that uh-huh. so we went out with a whole bunch of of our friends from from home and we got wrecked i'm talking about i i haven't i hadn't been that drunk in a long <laughs> long time like blackout drunk okay now yeah, I'm super happy. I'm celebrating that we're about to step into Counter Strike. It's a big move for Optic. Uh, at that point, we had left uh, Astro Gaming for Turtle, Turtle Beach, Beach, and yeah. we were able to finally afford to expand into into a new eSport. So I was out celebrating. I was having a blast with my wife. We were having fun, and then next thing you know, all I hear is the alarm going off. Like, eh, eh, eh. and I could have called you a fucking Uber. Yeah, and, I se- and sent you, but no, I went to pick you up.
1: Yeah, from the airport in the morning. I remember that drive.
0: And I was so hungover, but I wanted to make a first impression because we hadn't met like in person. or, or We met once in person, but yeah. we didn't, hadn't had a chance to hang out. And I'll let you talk in a little bit, but this is my podcast. Okay, so you just sit there and fucking smile. Uh, so I'm, uh, I don't have time to get breakfast. I'm like dying, right? Like on the inside and probably on the outside too. So I grabbed two bananas from... From the fridge or from wherever they were, I get the X6, in the X6 and the hex 6 and then I drive to the airport. And I'm I'm driving. And I'm just like I'm not drunk anymore because I you know I puked and I puked. I, I like puked puked. All right, I'm one of those bad drunks that I mean I, I won't do it in public, right? Once I get back, because I'm responsible uh. enough to get back. But I um, I had one of those really really you know puky situations. So my throat was all sore, coarse. It was right. It, I I felt that I had like scratched my inner throat from the dry heave. Anyway, I eat two bananas. And those bananas, apparently, and I just found this out, uh-huh. I am allergic or have a sensitivity towards bananas. And immediately when I saw that, because I did the twenty three and me stuff with well, my wife made me. Yeah. We uh I, I felt when I ate those bananas like this tingly feeling and I was itchy in my throat. So I'm like, I'm like, oh my God, it might have an allergic reaction to something. Maybe the rum has like something to do with whatever, blah, blah, blah. blah. Uh So anyway, so I I pick you up, I puked in the bag that was in the back seat. You didn't smell it? No, what? Yeah, but I did, I did. I had, I I just (laughs) prepared. I I stuffed a whole bunch of uh, paper towels into a plastic bag just in case. And sure enough, it was like, it was a little puke. You didn't smell it. You probably thought that I had banana air freshener in there. No, 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 it was disgusting. Anyway, so it was back there. So I'm telling you the truth because it's been weighing on me this whole time. Okay,
1: well, I'm glad you came clean about it. Honestly, I had no idea, so.
0: So I'm glad that you knew that you were riding in the car with uh, with my puke in the back. It wasn't a lot. It was just a little spit up. Uh, anyway, so I pick you up. We say, what's up? You flew first class. Obviously, I wanted to make a first impression. It had nothing, and I promise, it had nothing to do with the fact that a middle seat in the back was two hundred and ninety dollars and first class was two hundred and ninety five dollars i swear to god uh-huh i was, no, gonna, I get knew you I was gonna you that get... you told me <laughs> i told you that i did tell yeah, you yeah right? you did tell me uh anyway so i take you to the to the scuff house and i'm like all right yeah these are the boys and i literally remember me sinking down in the couch and just like trying to like recover a little bit mm-hmm. anyway how are you man how have you been i just needed to get that off my chest at the beginning of the of the podcast oh, it's
1: good it's good to know it feels like that was forever ago to be honest
0: really for me it feels like i don't know for me like every single time i see you i i I don't feel like a whole bunch of time has gone by that we haven't like connected because we don't text each other we don't interact on twitter but every single time like that i mean i obviously have this feeling i don't know if you do and if you don't love me the way that i love you (laughs) i understand no no
1: i feel that too i think like at most you'll reply or i'll reply to your incest stories and that's about
0: yeah um anyway so what you've been up to, man? These last three years. What Was it three years ago that we did that? You didn't even get a yeah. chance to live in the in the. In in the, the house. CS
1: house no, it was like right before you guys got the house, or I think I helped you pick the house.
0: Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. And, and then,
1: we had like I think it was two houses that we we're picking from. Which ones? Um, there was the one that you guys obviously had, and then there was another one that oh, was like it was so the whack. next to it.
0: It was so whack. Remember that we went there? I'm like, I could probably fly fly the drone to here oh
1: yeah yeah yeah. and
0: it was bad it was a bad that house wouldn't have made uh because the house that that house Mm -hmm. the second house that we didn't pick was was a beautiful home but it was for for a family of three people there was a lot of rooms but it was really really tiny and in my head i'm like i can't put the counter-strike team in this house when these fucking creators and call of duty players and all these are in this mansion house yeah so i'm like no 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 we got to get we got to get something dope and on the surface the counter-strike house was super dope man. no i know cool I in the middle it the was, announcement
1: video was insane like everyone was like this is the sickest esports yeah. house we've seen yet. yeah 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 um
0: but on the inside oh man <laughs> like a like a like a hot dude that has nothing going for him but he's like you know, really hot, so girls go after him just because of his looks. But on the inside, he's ugly. You, you know, know, I didn't get scared. to experience it. Yeah. But
1: that's a good way to put it from yeah. what the guys told me after. Yeah. Well I didn't want
0: to say it's like the 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 usual oh it's like a hot girl that's only in it for the money. You know, she has uh, ugly and you know I wanted to to, to be mm-hmm. you know very modern in, in my approach to to the analogy. Um so you you tell me tell me your first experience. Obviously Nick Sort of made you work for him for the first entire day that you were there.
1: Oh yeah. So tell
0: me your experience when you when you walked in. What were you thinking? Obviously, uh, for a Counter Strike player that has that has been lo- around for as long as you have and seen the you know the Cloud Nines, the Team Liquid's, the Navi's, the you know mm-hmm. a- a- like all the important orgs that exist today that have had a history in Counter Strike. How was it for you? Because you guys were being sought after like other organizations.
1: Yeah. No, we were talking to maybe four or five. I think different orgs at the time before we signed with you. And so like, I think the most appealing thing was like, you know, in CS, obviously, the esport was getting really big, the salaries are growing or whatever, and like, you know, the players are getting more popular, but like the sort of social media presence wasn't nearly what it was like in Call of Duty, or like even with content creators. And so that was like, I think, one of the most different things coming in Optic, especially going into the house is like, you know, I realized I wasn't going in to like, just, me and interact with other uh, esports players. It was like you know actual content creators, um, influencers, and people that kind of knew their way around like the public side of things.
0: Mm-hmm. So tell me, what happens? You walk in what what is what is your experience like? Obviously, it, it you know being oh. being a stranger going into a, a team that's already established and friendships have been established. Yeah. you're sort of like an outsider. Did you feel like an outsider or did, or did we do a good enough job to welcome you with open arms?
1: I think you guys did a good enough job. At first, I was definitely like, you know, I didn't want to be that, like, you know, the new game. People would, like, have animosity, like, okay, new game's coming in uh, OpTic. Because, I I mean, you guys were with Call of Duty and Halo for so long. Yeah. But then everyone was, like, super chill. It was pretty natural. Um, I was honestly surprised how, like, friendly everyone was. But I guess that comes naturally with, like... Uh, people living in a house and being personalities and getting along so well, and then yeah, Nick kind of needed help with his computer, so that was like the first task I took up while I was there.
0: <laughs> not not strats, not you did. We didn't have a meeting about what uh what how the teams going, what we should do as a team, what improvements we can do, where we're lacking, where the organization can help improve something. No, <laughs> no, no. It was me sitting on a couch trying to recover from my hangover, and Nick sort of said, "Oh, you play with a computer." Yeah, you know how to build one? <laughs> you know how to build one, obviously. And then he, Was he with you the whole time or did he just like dump all the parts on you and fucking uh, fuck You up? know,
1: he was there sometimes to check in and sometimes off somewhere Did he bring else, you water or a massage? Uh, uh, maybe he gave me water. He took me out for lunch afterwards, which is good. But it was more so like he asked me if I knew how to build a computer. I'm like, yeah, I've built one before. But I can't say I was like an expert at it. Yeah. So I was like, you know, I'll try my best, follow some guys online. And it must have taken me 10 times longer than it should have. So.
0: Well, I, I dropped you off in the morning or we got there in the morning. We went, wait, that was the following day, right? after because. For yeah, our, it was the next day. For our first launch, we went in and did that. And we had to shoot your announcement. And we had to wait for nighttime to shoot it. And mm-hmm. by that time, I'd already recovered. And it was freezing outside, and, and my, 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 uh, my imagination when I was explaining to Hitch like my, what my vision was as the announcement went was we're gonna be talking about like something random, and you know, vision for the most part is everything that happens in optic. But yeah. every so often, we have, we have the opportunity to sort of enhance the reality or to make it a little bit more dramatic and more exciting for the, for the viewer. Uh, I watch a lot of reality TV show. Right now, I'm watching uh, Pauly D and Vinny's Double Shot at Love on MTV. DJ oh, no, Polly D?
1: I know who that is, yeah.
0: You didn't watch Jersey Shore?
1: No. Dude,
0: you should. Uh, it, it, does, really? it, it ages well. I I mean, no, don't watch that. (laughs) You know, but it is so good. Uh, Scumpy and I are big fans. Scumpy and I both watch it. So, Scump, who lives right down the street from me, still uses my iTunes account. So, every so often, I'll wake up and I'll see movies like uh, The Notebook or like recently purchased, like The Notebook. What was that most recent one? Oh, uh, Dumb and Dumber. You know, he just, he gets bored. Some fucking scary movies all of a sudden appear on my suggested. And I'm like, I don't (laughs) watch scary movies, first of all. So this guy's been watching Annabelle and a whole bunch of shit. But um, anyway, so I I wanted to sort of make the announcement a dope ass announcement, right? Like I wanted to, it's not scripted because scripted means it's it's made up. Mm Mm-hmm it's sort of scripted reality. Like I know what the outcome is and it's, it's my job and Hitch's job at the time to sort of figure out how we're going to present it to the fans. And I'm like, all right, so here's the deal. We are either even, okay. Uh, okay. Let's just go on. Cause I was going to, uh, so let, let's keep focusing. and I'll tell you oh, about yeah, this, yeah. this other stuff, but you get there and we're like, all right, Shad, you're going to go outside. You're going to knock on the door and then you're going to say,
1: uh, yo, I heard you're looking for a CSGO team Yeah Yeah <laughs> Right
0: And then what's crazy is that Hitch did such a good job That when I opened the door Your you c- face was framed by this tiny little square box uh, Sort of The co- glass on the door yeah. Yeah, yeah And and when we announced that Like we did such a good job of keeping that shit quiet You guys did Never in my life In, in optics history Have we had leaks Ever And that's really? something that I get mad at Like to this day Because yeah. It, it, it it's it's annoying, right? And and the way that I met Richard I'm all over the place today and I'm okay with it. The mm-hmm. way I met Richard Lewis was because he tweeted something out, like a leak about Optic, and then I tweeted out without knowing him. I'm like, I'm like, don't listen to any rumors, just wait for me to make the announcement, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. then he's like, Oh yeah, so you're gonna control the blah, blah, blah. And then we had a little like back and forth, and then in the DMs. Immediately, we hit it off, and I was like, oh, yeah, no, I didn't mean it like anybody else was lying. I was just saying that for confirmation, and then he's like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. He thought that I was sort of trying to control, like, narratives, bless you, narratives of so whatever. Anyway, we we hit it off uh, right off the bat after that. But um, we kept it so quiet that the only people that knew outside of us was ECS or ESL? Which one?
1: Um, I think it was ESL, right? Yeah, because they,
0: they needed a roster... They needed to announce the roster on a Tuesday. So we had to push Vision to a Monday.
1: Oh, it was E-League. E-League. It was oh, E-League. shit. It yeah, was E-League. Yeah, we went to Vegas yeah, yeah. right after.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was E-League. And, and I'm like, all right, cool. So what we're going to do is you're going to knock. We're going to that. And then immediately after we filmed that little segment, and it was like, I've never seen Mike Flamesword Chavez act ever in my yeah. life. But he did such a good job <laughs> that I was like, I'm like, that 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 whole segment was like amazing because we were talking and i was sort of like having this conversation with him and then i'm like i'm like shazam's gonna knock Mm -hmm. and i don't know did hitch give you the signal or somebody give you no
1: so this is my favorite part of it was that actually the knock from the door at the front of the house wasn't going to be loud enough so we had nick hide in the closet right by the door yeah, yeah. and he bangs on the closet door acting like it's me so he hid in the closet right there that whole scene yeah on standing so i don't know if Hitch gave him a signal, but that was pretty funny.
0: That's that crazy. I had completely forgot about that because you're right. The doors were super. Th- I, I forgot about that.
1: Yeah. So he was hiding in the closet during that whole scene. He was the one that actually knocked on the door. I was just standing
0: outside waiting. It was it cold? Yeah, it was pretty cold. It was snowing. There. <laughs> it, was snow- <laughs> it was snowing, and uh, it was like already like eight p.m. So no, it was like- super cold. And uh, and then I'm like I'm like I- I- I'm like what the fuck? I'm like I look at I'm like it's eight o'clock. I'm like no one should be here. And then flame's like oh no they found us and i was like I, nobody told him to say that like he said that and i'm just like oh man what a tank so we go there we knock or we open the door it's like i heard you guys were looking for a counter-strike team and then immediately when that goes live like uh, one of the people that i remember clearly is uh Mo Mo was like, "That's just him, one thousand percent. No one's gonna tell me otherwise. That's one thing. Like I recognize him, like one hundred percent." But but Counter Strike lit up. Counter Strike lit up. I think we trended that day for uh, for the announcement, and I was like super hype about it because immediately after that Vision episode, we had to do our interview about you know the, the announcement video yeah. because that day Ely was gonna announce the the thing. But it was to me one of the coolest announcements that that we've we've ever made. Uh, in in that one of the coolest announcements in all esports like I don't think a lot of people take the time to make announcements cool at all
1: it was was hype like uh, I think the way that we had that last bit of vision come out with me knocking on the door I remember when that came out I was at the airport and like people were speculating and my phone started to blow up and that was the first time I experienced like the optic social media like I was like oh my god people were figuring it out but I was like staying quiet I was like not liking anything like let people speculate but it was hype I remember that pretty well
0: I wonder. I, I now wonder whether or not we should have, like disguised your voice a little bit more. But hey, you know, people people are gonna find out immediately. But th- did you have notifications on, and that's what you're saying? Like you're
1: yeah, dude. I was. <laughs> I did not have like a big Twitter following or anything back then. I remember my phone just blowing up, and I couldn't like do anything on my phone. And I was like, okay, I gotta switch something. Yeah,
0: that's uh, that's literally insanity to me because it's one of those situations where if one single leak. Said that what was that? Was the team name before we picked you guys up? Um,
1: Conquest. Yeah.
0: If if we picked that, if 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 the the leak went out that we picked up Conquest, that scene wouldn't have worked as well as it did, and it it would have ruined. Think about how many people watched that. Like if I if I bring it up, like how many people watched that announcement? You know, and mm-hmm. think about how many people enjoyed that announcement that certain way. And if it, if there would have been a leak, like it would have it, it would have sucked. Yeah. And Look, I understand, and this is what I—I I don't have an issue with it, but I have like a major issue with it at the same time because I understand that that's their job to sort of uh, get the news out before anybody else. It, it gives them credibility uh-huh. as a as a you know as a, a news source to go to. Interesting, um, yes. So for me, it was it was like it was one of the most nerve wracking things because I. I wanted it to be like a cool announcement because if it was a cool announcement, the U.S. you guys were going to be showered with with the love of the Green Wall, like the Green Wall knows how to do, and yeah. you did like immediately. Like we, we talked about it in the in the in the podcast that I did with the uh, with the Counter Strike guys with Tarik. Yeah. that you know how many people like started following you guys. You know, some people saw ten thousand person increase follower increase in I don't know in a couple of hours. What was the what, what did you see? Dude, you know, something like
1: that, yeah. I don't know, within like the first month or two, I gained like 20,000 followers just on Twitter, which is pretty crazy. Like, It wasn't just that. It was like the interactions on your tweets too, the interactions on anything. It, it wasn't just the followers. It's like they were constantly on top of your stuff, liking yeah. your tweets, commenting, yeah.
0: But at the same time, you also see the negative side of it, right? When you don't perform, you, they, they know where to go to say, yo, <laughs> yeah. what? excuse me, what? Shaz, what are you doing? why aren't you hitting those shots um but anyway what is um obviously you you've been you've been around i mean where, where have you from optic you went to where well, let, let's yeah okay so let's talk yeah. a little bit about that because not often are we sort of allowed to or nor do we want to bring that sort of drama to say how you got sort of replaced and you were replaced by stanislaw by stanislaw oh we rep- really.
1: Oh, oh no! Mixwell was yeah, my Mixwell. replacement. Yeah. I thought you meant like who replaced me? Who replaced you? Like Mixwell was my replacement. They picked okay. up Mixwell after I was.
0: Oh, oh, you were saying that Stan is the one that dropped you? Yeah. Oh, Yeah, you remember the whole? No, I don't. I don't. I, I choose to <laughs> block out bad, bad <laughs> memories. You know, I repress those those harmful uh, memories. How did how did it happen from your perspective? Because obviously we haven't.
1: Um, remember we were uh, we went to the MLG minor and we were like favorites to win it. And then we lost against Blyce, I think. And then we didn't qualify for that major through the minor. And like the team was like in a pretty negative state. I remember you flew me out to Chicago, once again to the scuff house to like, talk to me about it. Cause like the team was in a pretty bad state. And uh, Stanislaw pretty much decided that he didn't want to play with me back then. And so- Do you
0: remember why? Did you guys not get along?
1: No uh it wasn't like personality wise i think it was more so just like he didn't think that i was good enough in my role and so back then he he pretty much told the team remember like he pretty much told the team like it was either shaz or me and uh we stopped practicing remember the guys like i think we missed a qualifier someone slipped through it it was like a mess back then and Who'd, something yeah had to happen. And,
0: I, and i and i i remember sort of covering that up too like it yeah was a, you know like
1: a, a family emergency or something yeah, fam- no i I think the players tried to cover it up first and then we went with it.
0: Who who slept like, it was Dabs? <laughs> yeah. Fucking Dabs. You know, Dabs, such a good dude, such a responsible adult. That's why I gave him a pass. But he will stop playing ESEA until like six in the yeah, morning. Yeah, when
1: Rank S came out, like yeah. the Pugs still get money. So I mean, obviously we handled things pretty poorly as players, but I think everyone's like grown a lot since then because we're all on really good terms with just that whole old roster. But after that, like I went over to Echo Fox.
0: You joined um, Mo and them, right?
1: Yeah, Mo was our manager, which was an interesting experience. Yeah, but it was like Sean Gears, Freakazoid, RYX, and Roca. Yeah, that was a that was an interesting experience as a team because I wouldn't say we were very good at all, but uh, it was more like a, it was more like a team that was like enjoyed enjoyable to be around, like socially. I would, like I always say like that. That team in my career, that year, my career, like on Echo Fox, it's kind of like a waste in my professional career. But, it was but so I still fun. enjoyed it <laughs> yeah. because they were fun people to be around and travel with.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. worth it, right? Sometimes like you, you, you take the good with the bad. And, you know, obviously when you're having fun, like... Losses seem a little bit easier to take care of because you're you're having a good time with your friends, and yeah, you you might feel down a little bit, but somebody's going to bring each other up, and then you'll quickly forget about it and move on to the next tournament. Yeah, um, I'm a big fan of that. I'm a I've always been a big fan of of relationships and friendships above like championships, which mm-hmm. is which is hard to, hard to manage with with a person like Crim Six for, in Call of Duty, for example, on the on the team, because Crim Six is the is the complete opposite. He's he's just all about um, you know wins like that is his number one priority that is his sole purpose of being you know like he mm-hmm. wants to be a winner at every corner and I respect that above anything else Um, and at times it, it was tough because you know obviously with nature who was good at the game he just wasn't what you know what sort of other teammates wanted him to be and little yeah. by little like I I always say this. Like I'm, I'm, I'm glad that Nade retired on his own because I don't think that I would have ever, ever been able to kick him from the from the squad. Yeah, and and that sort of ushered in a new era of championships for for Optic, where we where we had like the best players that, that we had in, in Call of Duty. So, but always, always again, been been super into that sort of uh, that sort of life where. I'd rather have a good time and work with people that I like, even though we may not see the success that other people who have who don't have those relationships mm-hmm. and manage to have the success they have in a in a, in a competitive setting um same thing with you. I don't think i like I had such a good time with you and having you around that. I don't think I could I personally could have ever dropped you. you know what I'm saying I'd be like, why like this dude's fucking cool like why are we gonna drop him? like fuck those championships you know what I'm like <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I feel you I appreciate it. I remember back then like you were so torn. In that decision. Yeah. Yeah. I could tell it really hurt you. I remember you were even like, yo, could we put don't, together a different roster or something? Yeah. And I was like, no, no, no. I think it's like best for the team. And I mean, that's like, it was. Don't
0: it tell was. It don't, I thought you were about to say you got teary and I was going to be like, no, I fucking didn't.
1: No, no I didn't <laughs> my
0: Better not have really. You lying now, now the whole podcast <laughs> a lie Because we're just fucking riffing now. You know, just fucking Scripted TV no, no, um, no. Alright so you went to Echo Fox And then t- tell me what Tell me what your life Has been since then Obviously we, we don't keep up As much even though We have familiarities
1: Yeah so I mean Just competing Was kind of like my focus Still It still is Playing CSGO professionally From Echo Fox I went to Misfits And it was like my first time I went and lived in a gaming house mm-hmm. I was in California for a year um that was an interesting experience but it was more so like of like a more serious team than echo fox so we're mm-hmm. traveling to a ton of tournaments we're doing really well i was playing with international players two french players yeah so it was like an interesting dynamic and then from there i came back to Atlantic, uh moved down here in frisco with yeah. the whole infinite situation and then um how
0: was your experience with the infinite situation
1: did, was it to weird be completely honest yeah completely let it loose uh, bro So, you know, as people know, it was like an interesting mix. It was um, the three Danish players and me and Stanislaw, two North American players, probably like the least expected roster someone could imagine Yeah, uh, with Optic's new team. But um, we were all going to fly in to hear Frisco move. And like the night before, they told us, oh, by the way, you're going to have to furnish your own apartment and pay for your internet and you don't have PCs. And we're like, wait, what? Like, the Danes are like, should we even board this flight? Like, yeah, wait, wait.
0: Said they said they didn't have PCs for you?
1: No, not for our apartments, at least, but like in the office. Oh, okay. Cause I was yeah. gonna say,
0: I, bu- I know I bought PCs yeah. and I outfitted the CSGO the like, house with them. But
1: like, we we're moving, we found out the night before we we're moving into empty apartments. Yeah. Like with nothing. And we're like, uh, okay. So we show up and then they eventually give us like a. It's like a $1,500 budget to furnish our whole apartment yeah. and buy PCs. Yeah. So, so a we, PC by itself is $1,500. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, we all went to Ikea and kind of like did it ourselves or whatever. Um, I don't think anyone really got a PC. So, we were just like kind of going to the office and then we were in like this closet type room. It was really cramped. I'm sure yeah, you remember. I do. Some people have it on the vlog. It was a really tight room. The internet was terrible. Yeah. Which added to like frustrations. We were like lagging horribly in matches. It was just like a recipe for disaster with the way everything was going. Um, It was uh, like Infinite was kind of like a mess too. People weren't... It didn't feel like Optic. It did not feel like the first time I was on Optic. It felt like I was just slotted in some company and nobody really seemed to enjoy each other's time or like presence. And uh, it was just not a nice experience. And so... The team split happened or whatever, and me and Peter were our contracts were sold to Complexity. Yeah, and we kind of got out of that infinite situation before shit really went down.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what's crazy is that I remember when you guys came in and you guys, I like, I walk in when you guys were signing your contracts, and then you're like, "What the fuck is this, dude?"
1: Dude. <laughs> so in esports, you know, contracts. I've seen contracts like most of my contracts like four or five pages up to ten pages. What was that contract? Like 47 pages long. My contract, our contract's infinite. So I found like a local litigation or contract lawyer, yeah. went to them, spent a few hours going over it all. And even the lawyer was like, in my career of law, this is the worst and most unnecessarily long contract I've ever worked experience yeah and i was
0: just like man like what is going on here uh, i remember walking in i had my camera out and shit i'm like what's up boys everything good and you're like oh what the fuck is this shit and i'm like oh <laughs> am like, what is that Are you reading the bible is that a you, you, his, It's like phone books i haven't seen phone books in a long time and then stan's like what the fuck is this man it's like it's like 57 pages long and i'm like uh make sure to read it you know it's, it's not it's, you know it, it didn't come from me so i mean i, I suggest you know whatever because yeah you know, I've always had a really good relationship with every single one of my players, and I've always said, you know, if there's an issue, fucking come to me, we'll fucking solve it. You know what I'm saying? This is just an uh-huh. insurance thing, and whatever. But, uh, you know, for me, it was it was one of those most, most painful times in my life, too, that I couldn't be open about because I had just cut a deal in which I benefited greatly, uh, and you know it was supposed to be something else that it wasn't and a little bit like immediately knew that it was going to change immediately knew and that, and there mm-hmm. was no no, was no turning back the 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 keys of that time so uh when you guys walked in and said that I was like I felt bad because you know you guys think that you guys are coming into the same old family thing and I'm sort of being put to the side and don't have like I'm almost being blocked from having relationships with the players like I have in the past. With Counter Strike it was different because you guys were there and we had a, a previous relationship. But yeah. you know, with the Overwatch League, the way they kept me away from that and the League of Legends stuff, the way they kept me away from that was it was it was kind of you know messed up for me because I didn't get to offer you know what I offer as uh as 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 me, as Hector. Mm-hmm. So when that when that whole thing started going down, I'm like, man, this sucks. And I I if I could have had this sooner, it would have been perfect because you guys train differently than than the than the Call of Duty team trains differently, and yeah. you know when we when we first got the space, we we had tape we had tape on the ground saying we got to put a wall here, and this is Counter Strike, we're gonna put a wall over here. This is uh, Call of Duty, and then we had cameras. We like the whole the whole thing was visualized perfectly for this to be the creative and competition space for for all the competitive teams somewhere where they can feel as though they they belong. Um, how do you like the space, by the way? This is your first time visiting,
1: dude? It's dope um you've decorated it so much from like when i first saw the videos you yeah. now and stuff it just seems like a cool place to be and work at well, uh, i know you have like cod boot camps here and stuff yeah yeah, too. yeah.
0: well i mean look it, i i appreciate that i appreciate it more because your facility now holy shit bro it is it is night and day like this has to feel like those apartments or the or the offices <laughs> back there in comparison to that thing because that is like a that that i don't i haven't asked Jason how much that cost because I'm afraid but my goodness that if, if there was if there was ever an uh, i haven't seen the alien war facility for from team liquid yet. Uh-huh. I went for Steve Erhan to send me an invite Steve, if you're watching or if somebody follows Steve, let them know that I want to come to the facility and do a podcast with him, so I can experience it first. And I'm a big nerd when it comes to like yeah. team houses and, and, and this sort of thing. Like a lot of people in the industry, even friends of mine, don't agree with the with the team house sort of uh, mm-hmm. atmosphere. But the way that we did it was perfect. Like I know that other people have tried to do team houses and they haven't been successful, and players have you know burnt down and had uh, yeah. didn't have successes, but. And I'm not saying that we did it at the Scuff House because at some point, you know, Mike and them, you know, sort of burnt out a little bit, right? That's <laughs> that's natural, though, yeah. Like a bit. But but I've been a big fan of that, and and I like the atmosphere that it creates from a content standpoint. You know, like yeah, from a competition standpoint, it may not necessarily be the best. But when you're growing your own personal brand as, a, as, as an individual, there's nothing better because of the amount of collab opportunities that, that happen in scenarios like that. Um, but anyway, t- tell me about the, the facility. I haven't had a chance to – I mean, I visited it, but yeah. you know, tell me. Dude, like – When you walk in,
1: what do you see? So, I mean, let's start with the front, the massive complexity logo in the front. Obviously, the, the titles to GameStop Performance Center, they're a title sponsor. But in the front, you've got the complexity logo, which is pretty crazy to see it being at the star – when you talk about the Alienware facility Liquid has, um, I've seen pictures. It looks pretty cool, but it's kind of like in a warehouse area, as far as I'm aware, like, you know, uh, gated or warehouse. Like, But this is like out in the public. It's a very public area at the start. It's a Cowboys headquarters. Yeah. So when you walk in, you've got um, a 10 PC setup for like fans to play or whatever, a massive screen that could like broadcast games and a bunch of couches and seating area for like, it's like our public area, which is also new yeah. because it's in a public area. Uh, um a public area and so like there's restaurants and bars and stuff yeah so people can also come in and experience the facility as an outsider
0: do they get do they get tours and, and i'm gonna i'm gonna interrupt you in a second because yeah. we have to actually let, let's, let's take a break right now to say uh thank you to the sponsors really quickly uh expressvpn coming back for a fifth i don't even know i think it's like six weeks now uh and expressvpn it actually secures and anonymizes your internet browsing by encrypting your data and hiding your public ip address Admit it, you think that cybercrime is something that only happens to other people. You may think that no one wants your data, or that hackers can't grab your passwords. Mixwell found out very, very, the very hard way as his account got hacked once he landed in uh, in the United States. I always tell that story because it's the only time that I personally have experienced it through other people. But uh, when you leave your internet connection unencrypted, you might as well be writing your passwords and credit card numbers on a huge billboard for the rest of the world to see. That's why I decided to take action and uh, use ExpressVPN as we do here in the studio. Um and we've been using it for close since they gave it to us so it's uh it's been it's been working and obviously no, no one's uh, no one's lost any of their things and we've had every single content creator in optic uh, we've had like Three to four teams uh, come here and and, and use it, and we've been good. We've never been hit offline, and we've never had to go through those issues. Turning on ExpressVPN protection only takes one click. Using ExpressVPN, I can safely serve public Wi-Fi without being snooped or having my personal data stolen. Uh, For less than $7 a month, you can get the same ExpressVPN protection that I have. ExpressVPN is rated the number one VPN service by Tech Radar and comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. What does that mean? That if you get this and then you get hacked, you get your money back, and and that's that. We we call it a fair trade, uh, even even trade. Um, Protect your online activity today and find out how you can get three months free at expressvpn.com forward slash h3cz, that's hex, that is expressvpn, e-x-p-r-e-s-s, vpn.com slash h3cz for three months free with a one-year package. Visit expressvpn.com forward slash lex to learn more. Protect your online activity today and find out how you can get three months free at expressvpn.com forward slash H3CZ, that happens to be me. Uh, And of course, the main sponsor for the Hex Quarters, uh, Seagate, they've done an incredible job of supplying me with the external hard drives needed in order to sort of protect, or protect the power of all the PlayStations. We've added the four terabyte PlayStation uh, external hard drives. That's where we save all the games, and we just load them up from the ex- from the from the uh, what do you call it? from the ex- external hard drive. Uh, that way, you have the complete power of your PlayStation Pro to be able to just play a video game without having to take too much power accessing the memory of the video game, loading up the maps and all that stuff. So uh, we use it. We appreciate Seagate, obviously. Um, a lot of the stuff that happened so quickly here in the Hex Quarters wouldn't have been able to... This very table wouldn't have been able to be bought if they wouldn't have been able to uh, to sponsor the Hex Quarters. I obviously would have had to dig into my own pockets to do it, but gladly... Uh, they were able to come in and help me sort of outfit the Hex quarters in a very, very cool deal for me. So I appreciate them. Seagate.com, uh, go check it out uh, and get you some some external hard drives. Make your make your life easier by making your power in your PlayStation Pros and your Xbox Ones a powerful thing. Maddie uses it to edit. He travels with it. I take it with me when I edit and I travel. So we're all good. Thank you so much, uh, and back to the podcast, Shazam. Let's uh, let's continue on where we were left off. It, the, the complexity hec- headquarters. I was going to mm-hmm. say headquarters. The complexity headquarters is in a in a in a place in Frisco called the Star. Now, the Star is something that Jerry Jones sort of ideated on an, on his own and picked this massive, like, massive acreage of land on a, on a very populated place, and he built the Cowboys headquarters there. Plus the Cowboys Training Facility, plus the Cowboy Club, which I'm a member of. Um, and uh, <laughs> the, he's got the the Omni, the star at the Omni. Yeah. And then a whole bunch of restaurants. Concrete Cowboy, Concrete which is... Concrete Cowboy. Have you been to the Concrete Cowboy? Have you partied there? Uh, Yeah, uh,
1: a few times.
0: Okay, next time the, the boys go out, we're going to invite you and you can bring whoever you want. No,
1: I've been there once and they were like, are you with Optic? Yeah. And I was like, no. <laughs>
0: Why'd you say yeah? You should well, have been like, in my heart, I am. Or oh, I was in Optic. <laughs> you didn't want free drinks, man. That's crazy.
1: I, I didn't know that was a hookup. I was <laughs> like, I'm not like I don't know if you guys are in there, or, like yeah. you guys go there, so
0: <laughs> No, they, they I mean they they they've closed the place down a couple of times. Damn. We've been me, uh Castro, you know Castro? Yeah. The FIFA guy. Mm-hmm. So Castro and I have have gone to Wait, was it me, you me me, mike just walked in Flamesword, but anyway we've gotten to concrete cowboy when we were already drunk and we instead of <laughs> going home we went there we've closed that place down and they like, i don't know i'm not allowed to talk about that but okay. uh we shouldn't have been there you know what i'm saying like yeah. it's gotten it's gotten very bad so have, have, have do you go there a lot
1: uh not a lot but i've been there maybe Two or three times. Yeah, it's a it's a
0: good place. Yeah, you know, to, they turn a, a sports bar into a nightclub at night, which is super dope. Uh, I think they need to redesign the the party area, in my opinion. Uh, but anyway, so you have this 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 training facility, like the Hex Quarters, in, is in is in Frisco Square. Mm-hmm. Okay, now that, that's not an open invite for you guys to come and visit. You know, there will be a time for that, but right now it's not the time. Um, but if you want to mail stuff, stickers and shit, go ahead. Um, so the headquarters is, is is in Frisco Square and Frisco Square is sort of this little town a little town within a town. And there's there's restaurants all around me, but it's nothing like the Star the Star the Star to me is like a state of the art modern day sort of complex that mm-hmm. has everything that you would ever need that you don't need to if they put a Target or a Walmart in there, nobody's ever going anywhere. Cause that place is so dope. The the Cowboy training facility in between the the workout, Cowboy Fit, which is the, the gym, yeah. and the Omni, there's this outdoor sort of football field. Yeah. Yeah. In yeah. which people can go and tailgate every Sunday that the Cowboys play. Uh, that's dope. So there's a lot of foot traffic that's happening. So to have a, a an esports team in the middle of all that to me is like super dope
1: dude it's crazy kind of imagine like it's like the first thing you see when you enter the area from one of the main sides yeah so having the facility there is pretty unique experience like it's very it's a very bougie area i mean nice restaurants yeah. there is like obviously standards for every restaurant in there and stuff in terms of design and so it's cool and the facility itself is like yeah Nothing you could have ever, ever imagined when you started playing CS in your basement, you know, at home to uh, be playing, like, they didn't skimp on anything, like, our training rooms are crazy.
0: Tell us about the training rooms, because I've seen them. Um,
1: yeah, so, you are talking about, like, they do tours, Yeah, but that's because there's one-way glass for each of the training rooms, and you yeah. can walk between them, so people, they give tours to, you know, people in the industry all the time while we're playing, and, like, you can't even notice that they're walking by. The training rooms, obviously, state-of-the-art, like... Um PC's uh MSI gave us, I believe. And then um just we got Herman Miller chairs in the you know, none of the like racing chairs anymore.
0: You're sitting in one, so watch your mouth. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, Herman Miller is dude, after sitting in those, I was like, Man, I've been sitting in racing chairs all my life.
0: I have the Herman Miller.
1: They're they're something. Yeah. They're they're nice. Um so, like, we can change the lighting or whatever, like, simulate crowd noise, individual temperature. Like, they really wanted to make it the state of the art, like, standard training yeah. room, which I'm sure, like, when other people build their esports facilities, they're gonna try to mimic those standards. Yeah. Then, outside of that, we've got like a massive player lounge, um, you know, the offices. And, like, it's just crazy that being in that area, the open windows on the side, like, the natural lighting, like, you yeah. see all the crowds, like, the people walking. Yeah um
0: are you what are your practice hours like
1: um so well we have access to the cowboys training table yeah so some days we'll go on 11 or 12 to get lunch as a team together it's like the cafeteria where the staff and the players that actually work for the cowboys themselves eat. yeah so that's pretty cool and then we'll head over to the office you know 12 or 1 and we'll spend two to three hours going over stuff in a server whether that's strats or reviewing a match we played before or anything like that just theory crafting uh, and then we'll play five, about five scrims in a day with like a one hour dinner break. Yeah. And then like, kind of like a debriefing at the end where we yeah. talk about the scrims, anything that we liked, what we did or didn't like. Um, it's been pretty tough to get all five in because one of our players, Rick a., has had like visa issues. So mm-hmm. he finally got in last night. Uh, he flew in last night. So, and then young Owen, Oboe, we just picked up. Yeah. he will be moving in after he turned 16.
0: So he's still, where's, where's he from? Uh, he's from Nebraska. Nebraska. <laughs> yeah. And just a beast at Counter-Strike. Just hidden talent. just sitting. You know how many people like him there are out there that are just like beasts at a certain game that just haven't really sort of discovered their talent? And then you think about it in a much broader sense is that somebody watching this video who has never really applied themselves to do one thing, like you may be playing Counter-Strike, but you have no idea. Like, zero idea that if you were playing Dota, you were actually a bigger beast at that that you could ever be in Counter-Strike. Like, these sort of scenarios happen yeah. on a daily basis, and only the lucky get to stumble upon something that brings out the ultimate talent in them. How wild is that?
1: That's pretty crazy. No, it's true, though. I mean, there's even players that have that talent that just, like, don't enable themselves to be discovered. Like, I think Owen or Oboe was, like, the... Best thing he could have done was start streaming his games. Yeah. Like that's like in C S it's kind of changed. Like the landscape is like that's the best way to put yourself out there. Yeah. And show people your talents, in my opinion. And that's what he did.
0: Yeah. What was he what was he playing? Ranked? Just rank? uh
1: just, you know, ranked games, but then he got into FPL, which is kind of like the pro pickup games. Mm-hmm. But even then he's broadcasting his talents so people can understand like really what this kid's like. Yeah. And I like I'd recommend that to anyone trying to get pro.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh what nationality are you? Uh, Pakistani you're Pakistani so you the, you heard about the the indian counter-strike team that we had at optic yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's wild uh, i think about countries like that countries like india countries like um like china who have like the this like massive massive population and you have to you have to, just in sheer numbers there has to be someone there that is just incredible so uh, when I, I didn't do any research because i had nothing to do with that unfortunately even though i was supposed to fly out there to to do the announcement and to do the sort of I wasn't there for the tryouts and, and all that because if I would have been there for the tryouts guess what we would have made fucking content out of that we would have interviewed every single person that that you know that that was there we would have interviewed them pre pre evaluation and post just so we can have those storylines of people who almost made it and the people who actually made it and imagine mm-hmm. if we would have been able Okay, and I, if I would have been in charge, we would have been able. I don't even know the dude's name, the the guy that 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 cheated. You know, Forsaken. Yeah, for, <laughs> if if I God forsake that I would have had a chance to talk to Forsaken <laughs> and interview him because I would have been the guy interviewing him. Yeah, yeah, I would have been the one that that asked the question that maybe the camera guy or whoever the produ- production that wouldn't have asked that would have mattered in the storyline. If I would have been able to have him an interview hyping himself up, because I bring out the best in people. I'm like, oh yeah, well, t- t- tell me about this, man. Like, say it, say it out loud, how good you are, you know? If I would've been, then we would've had all of that footage that led up to the the, the disgrace that happened, and we would've had this dude on record talking himself up like a fucking champion. Could you imagine? Yes, I can. I did imagine it. Uh, but it's it's one of those things where, you know, and, and I'll, I'm only bringing it up because of Oboe, right? Like this, this dude who's 15 who only has, like, what's his healing like if he's this good now? He hasn't had the, the, the experience yet of competing under the lights in front of the fans mm-hmm. uh, to be trained and coached and, and sort of influenced by people who have made Counter-Strike Counter-Strike. You know what I'm saying? Like that, 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 those are the sort of storylines that I live for. Like right now, I'm, I'm, I, I couldn't be happier. To have uh dashi and TJ on the team because these are two 19 year old dudes yeah who are so talented that you know with with the guidance of somebody like Crim six who has the most championship uh obviously the you know the 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 goat karma I'm, I'm looking at, I always look at the at my voice up there uh <laughs> you know karma who has the you know the most champ the most uh, rings out of everyone mm-hmm. who, who's a who's a Who's a um, what do you call it, a Swiss Army uh, knife of 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 games, and then obviously Scumpy, one of the most you know notorious superstars in 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 our in our space in esports. Like to have that sort of guidance and influence, like that's only going to make them that much better. And then you have, you know that that sort of that sort of invigorates my love for esports and, and and finding talent within esports. And although I've been sitting on a bench for the past fucking year, you know, like my brain hasn't stopped working about the possibilities that you know, or things that I would have done different, just preparing me, you know, to do something different if and when or the time comes. Yeah. So for me that that sort of when I heard the story, like even that dude High Sky, that the thirteen year old that that, play, that plays or twelve I don't I didn't look into it. So uh, I don't yeah, know the Fortnite, I, Fortnite Yeah, player. the Fortnite player. Like you look at all these people then you start to rethink what esports truly is. You know, it's it's an it's it's such a such an incredible sort of platform, not just for humans, but not not just for Humans that play video games, but for everybody outside the space, the NCAA, and I talked about this in the Josh Hart, Josh Hart podcast. Yeah, the NCAA obviously, you know, treats their players like fucking slaves, all of them, from top to bottom. If you are a professional athlete in the NCAA, you get treated like shit. Okay? Yeah, and people benefit off off of you and your hardships. The reason my contention is that they said no to esports. Is because they knew that they were not going to be able to tell an esports player, "You cannot stream and get donations," because the second that that happens, it opens up the book. You set a precedent that says, "Okay, well, athletes should be able to stream and make money that way." So, what are they going to do? They're going to get on 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 Twitch, or they're going to get on Mixer, or they're going to get on YouTube and say, "Hey, I'm a professional, you know, NCAA athlete. My name is Zion. You know, I'm I'm the best, but I can't make any money right now, dudes, because I'm in college and I play under the NCAA." I eat ramen noodles every every night. I wish that I could have a steak, a burger. People are going to donate to that. Yeah, a lot of people are going to donate to that. So that that sort of like brings down the 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 corrupt system that is the NCAA, uh, in mm-hmm. my opinion. But without going on on tangent, which I know that I did, um, <laughs> you you guys recently made a couple of uh, roster changes. Uh, Stanislaw has stepped down, I believe. I didn't really follow the situation. You want to talk a little bit about that, or is that too? Uh, no, uh, w- 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 what you can. Yeah.
1: I'd say it was more of a mutual decision of like not just one person stepping down or him being kicked at all. It was more so like both parties agreed that it was like best for the team moving forward. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's kind of reinvigorated the team. We went to London just a few weeks ago with Oboe with like four days of practice. And I'd say we had a pretty successful running. We only lost to Vitality who ended up winning the tournament. We um, beat and eliminated MIBR it's like a top 10 team yeah. while we were playing with a 15 year old with 4 days of practice that's never played at land before or mm-hmm. nonetheless in an international tournament on stage so we're pretty happy with it um we're finally getting everyone in lo- one location I like to touch back on like the team house thing it's pretty cool that like i also like lived in team house for a year and now being in apartments i think it's kind of cool where you have like your own privacy but you also go, like, we commute to work every day. Like, we go to that facility, mm-hmm. and we practice every day, and then we go back to our own apartments and our own lives, which I think that separation from, like, kind of work and life is healthy, too, Yeah. because I look back to, like, when I was in college in my dorm room, and I would go study at the library, because I'd go somewhere with a purpose, and having that purpose made me far more productive than trying to do it in my own dorm room or my bedroom. Well, your room
0: is fucking doing lines of coke and smoking blunts. Whoa, no, <laughs> I'm just kidding that's what happens uh, in college I never went to college well I went one semester junior college um, but yeah go okay. on sorry
1: no yeah so like going with the purpose is like far more productive because I know in the team house people were waking up like five minutes before practice strolling down bringing their breakfast to the table yeah. being way more relaxed about it yeah, yeah. yeah. so I think that being in the facility also adds on like having all eyes on us Yeah. and so going through this change we've kind of changed one of our players to pick up the IGL role which is new. So it's going to take like the effort of everyone to kind of help him who's out. Gonna be the IGO? That's tough. Yeah. He's the British player. He's been on Complexity for quite a few years mm-hmm. now. Um I think it was like a natural progression for him, but that's kind of been the focus is like we're trying our best to help him out too. And so it's just like a lot of work because as you're talking about the new talents is like, you know, it's our responsibility to show him the way because we've been playing CS for years. Yeah. To show him this is how, you know, things should be done. This is how like serious we're going to take things and show him like the work ethic side of things. So It's just been like a lot of added responsibility that we've been trying to do Mm -hmm. and I've been trying to do because on top of practice, I've started streaming again Uh, every night. Like I'll practice my team eight to nine hours a day and then I'll stream for four to five hours at night immediately after. It's just been a grind, but I've been like enjoying it.
0: That's crazy. Uh, when when you brought up MIBR, it sort of gave me two flashbacks. The first one when we were deciding which team to go, we obviously ended up going with, with yeah. you guys in Conquest. But uh, at the time, I don't know if I've ever told the story or if I've told the story too much. I just know that I've told the story to everybody that I know. I just don't know if I've done it on a video. Mm-hmm. But when we were going through, when we were about to step into uh, Counter-Strike, uh, at the time, they were Luminosity, right? They were LG, lum- yeah, yeah, they were LG. And I remember talking to one of the guys, and they were super amped about you know joining Optic. Just to, we, I was even more amped about having them join us. But uh, I knew that they were under contract, or uh, there was a, a gray area that they were in, and I didn't want my first interaction with an entire community of Counter-Strike to be a negative one so I didn't want to sort of go after those players knowing that they were in a gray area with luminosity and then uh, I was super hyped about like the, the announcement video like the the way that we were discussing because I, I asked Crim6 I'm like what do you think of this team is like, hell yeah pick them you have a whole you know whole country behind you and blah was so so dope so I'm like all right cool and then Fallen obviously is the fucking you know the, the ultimate legend dude right yeah. Um and and uh and I'm like all right so we hitch and I were like all right so how do we an- if we do this one how do we announce this one and I'm like you know what fuck it, dude we're going to have to go to brazil we are going to have to take a a trip to brazil i'm going to be walking through you know the streets the camera behind me we're going to walk and we're going to go up and knock on the door of some brazilian dude's house this like mansion and fallen's going to open the door and he's going <laughs> to no, like, well, so it was going to be sick right it's going to be yeah, a sick ass yeah. announcement uh, and it happened twice because when we did the the infinite thing um at that time Tarek and Rush had left to Cloud Nine. Uh Mixwell was the only one left behind. And there was two options that, that in my head. There were two mm-hmm. options that we were going to do. We were either going to build an all-Spanish team with Mixwell. Uh the fans love Mixwell, so it would have been easier to to have them here. Not only that, but Mixwell likes, you know, the United States. Yeah. Yes, he missed home, but he would be okay here because we would make it obviously a family vibe the way that we always have. Uh so it was gonna be an all, an all an all-Spanish team with Mixwell. Um, you know, Having that team sort of, you know, make it an easier transition because one of the biggest fan favorites ever, uh, stay on and, you know, mm. sort of build this new team. And, you know, with content, it made it that much better. And the other option was, again, the the SK team, which was the time, you know, obviously the same team, but yeah. SK, uh, their contracts were about to be up. And we're like, all right, this time we're going to make it happen. This time we're going to make it happen. This time we're going to make it happen. Shit happens. And that falls through. They signed with uh, with uh, uh, Immortals, yeah, and um, and then they 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 go off and do their 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 own thing. Uh, so then we ended up sort of creating the team that you were a part of originally with with the Danes and it was. It was a it was a weird situation for me as I explained it earlier, but at the same time I was just like, man, what do you do, right? Like in situations like this, what do you do? My my thing was always like stay North American, and mm-hmm. when, when the th- when the whole thing was going down, and don't get me wrong, right? Cajun, fucking incredible dude, uh, Gade and uh, what's his name, my, my Config. boy, Config, Godfig, um, who just who they just won Dream Dream, Dream Act. Summer, yeah, yeah. yeah. so. I'm I'm waiting for that fucking trophy. God damn it. Uh anyway, so they went they they went through that I wanted to keep you and and uh, and stand because I saw I'm like all right, if if we continue to keep North American, we're going to we're going to make something happen. We're going to make something I have more resources that I ever have, you know, to make something happen. It give, you know, I I had good good yeah. like a good vision for it. Uh but they decided to stay with the Danes and then like replace you two with two other people and then we just went down that line and we've had one of the most stressful like unsuccessful runs that we ever had because even with with the makeshift sort of team of conquest which was just you guys were just players from everywhere yeah. we were you know we eventually we culminated to to get in an e-league trophy yeah. uh, but in this case like we we haven't really had any any major successes and then immediately after that you see you know st- stan neff rush and terry go on to win like have successful successful careers Mm -hmm. uh and it was just a matter of timing just like call of duty timing, just like counter-strike timing like that is an actual thing in real life too like you can literally turn around at the wrong time and the woman of your life has just walked past you (laughs) just know that that's happened for sure you know what i'm saying like that's that's a fact i believe it i believe it Uh, what do you got going on what what, uh, new projects do you have
1: Dude, that's it. Like, I mean, it's pretty rigorous being a CSGO player. I mean, we practice so much, eight, nine hours. I mean, we're practicing all through the weekends, Um, like really no days off and then traveling tournaments. Outside of that, I went to uh, E3. I got to do a pretty cool activation with Miller Lite and Eric Andre. Yeah. So that's exciting. What was the activation? They made a can troller. So it's like a beer can, Mm -hmm. but an actual functional Bluetooth controller. Yeah. Uh, like, the beer was still in the can. So, like, it was an activation, like, based around that. And, like, we were playing games on stream and, like, with Eric Andre on stage, like Street Fighter and some other games. So it was pretty fun. That was my first E3 experience. Man, it was overwhelming. There's so many people there. Did you go this year? Or? I was there, but I, oh.
0: I didn't set foot inside that place.
1: <laughs> I've,
0: been, I've been to E3 since and thirteen every year since oh, two thousand and thirteen. Uh-huh. And uh every single time that I go there, I'm just like, why the heck did I come here? So this time around, my goal was to have every single meeting that I had at E three outside of E three and I was successful. I didn't even pick up my badge. Which I'm a little bit upset at now that I don't have it, you know, hanging from there. Oh yeah. It's that that sucks. But at the same time I'm like it's a badge i know i was there
1: so dude i would recommend to everyone if you really want to go through unless you're super 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 passionate about a game and willing to wait four hours in a line yeah like you're better off watching it on the twitch stream at home or yeah. something and like following it from there because like that experience at e3 like i wanted to maybe check out some of the nintendo games like i've been playing my switch a lot yeah and like people were waiting line four plus hours and like there's no way i can do this no so i might as well just experience downtown wait, la you,
0: you, you didn't go in the vip lines
1: uh no I had a I had a regular bat excuse me
0: Jason Lake <laughs> the fuck
1: no it, it's it, even even then like if you're just like a fan going to e3 man there's so many people
0: there was no Call of Duty multiplayer this time around so I'm like why why because every single time there is I go in there to get my shirt because I'm a big big Call of Duty shirt guy mm-hmm. uh and this time around there was none so like i just i was just like meh you know that's not it's not my thing i I have every like if you if you look at my collection of call of duty stuff there's only i think there's only one dude that has that has a bigger collection than me and it's unfair because this dude works for them okay that doesn't count yeah it doesn't count but uh i I still haven't gotten an invite to see but i have every that i have call of duty 2 that that case and that game is my first ever 360 game in which i started playing call of duty 2 and it really? changed my life, that fucking video game right there. That's um, crazy. But I, I would have gone in there if there was a multiplayer, but there wasn't. So mm-hmm. that made it a lot, le- a lot easier for me to say, just meet me outside. Because any single time that I go to E3, I go there for two reasons. To play the new Call of Duty, get my t-shirt, and go to the Nintendo area and see if there's any Pokemon stuff that I can pick up for Liv, my daughter. Okay. Uh, this time around, I was just like, sorry, we'll <laughs> go on eBay and get it there. Yeah, uh, and, and what's crazy is that uh, what's his name Hitch even brought me all of the Fortnite pins um, that I collect up there. I, I played Fortnite at the beginning, and I was, I, I love the game. I still mm-hmm. to this day I think I love it. I just the building stuff is just I'm, I'm not mechanically sound enough to do. That. I'm 39. <laughs> Fuck, that, that sounded weird. Holy shit, I'm about to be 40. I remember when my parents were 40, dude. You know how you know how it feels to be this old but feel like you're 26. Period. It sucks, uh, man.
1: I'm sure I'm going to feel it eventually. Bro,
0: my back hurts. Well, yeah, you're feeling it now that you have this, like, th- this, uh, I always wait, right? I, the, as you get older, you learn that that life is a long, a long game. You know, it's it's about patience. Yeah. And I know, back in the day, at some point or another, when Nate shot and Big Timer and all those dudes were making fun of me for being old, I said, I can't wait for you to hit your 30s, because uh, you, I'm like, Nate, you're going to fucking go bald. <laughs> you know like when you're my age let's see if you have this fucking hair right sure enough i'm not gonna say who but a couple of them are looking a little light up here definitely not mike that dude's like a <laughs> monkey right it's like tarzan um but it's yeah. it's it's those sort of scenarios that i'm like cool so now that you have obo or obo on your on your on your team like you get to experience being the old dude because he's fifth how old is he 15
1: 15, 16 you're what 25 25
0: okay think about that when you're 35 he's gonna be your age and you are gonna be like a little bit more docile you're gonna be like you know i live my 20s as a superstar you know esports player (laughs) you know blah 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 you're probably gonna have kids did you plan on having kids
1: yeah eventually yeah
0: like what age because i knew i knew at 29 i was gonna have my first kid i've always known that
1: dude i don't know i haven't even thought of it no uh eventually i don't know what age not you're, planned out yet you're
0: 25 so i say within the next five you better you better get that out of the way because it's not gonna be right if you're 40 having a kid no nah, that means that you're 40. 60 by the time that it is 20 i just i just can't lives nine so think about that dude when she's 18 i'm gonna be what's the math on that 48 holy crap that is, I don't want to think about that. Dude, I'm still what am I gonna How am I going to fight these dudes that are trying to date my daughter at, true, at, true. at 48? They, I, I
1: can't do that at 60, huh?
0: No, 48. For I think at 50, I'll still be able to punch somebody out, knock somebody out. I mean, old man strength and all, having the ability to just give them a quick jab.
1: True.
0: I think I might have to, just to let them know who runs shit, you know? Like, what are your intentions? Boom. Not, <laughs> don't even give them a chance to answer. Just fine. it's not a precedent though yeah um i don't know it's uh it's life's life's funny and it's even funnier when you're in the limelight the way that you guys are uh in a sport that's still growing in a space that's still growing like who knows where it's gonna be so it uh it makes it a little bit of an exciting time for me to to watch all you young dudes become the old heads because that's that's what happens
1: exactly i mean if you asked me two years ago if i was going to be playing in that facility every day i'd call you crazy yeah and
0: That's now we're facility. here we should have done the interview there god damn it matt <laughs> anyway uh do you have anything else any shout outs that you want to give uh dude
1: i know i mean a shout out to you like i feel like my tenures on optic have been pretty short but we've been homies through it all so i appreciate you having me out here
0: yeah man thanks for the shout out i appreciate it Yeah. But you got to shout me out on your own channel because this is what's this? this No, I know. Okay, totally joking. Totally joking, man. Uh, It's an absolute pleasure to have the conversation with you. I'm going to bring you back, uh, probably do a mixture of you and somebody else from a different uh, esports just to have a a more casual conversation about everything in general. Because I know that I told you that we're going to talk about Kim Kardashian and pop culture and all that, but I was just kidding. (laughs) It was just to get your... Your juice is flowing. But uh, anyway, thank you for tuning in, everybody. If you guys enjoyed it, please remember to leave a like. If you guys are listening, uh, please remember to leave a rating on any audio podcast platform that you guys are listening to. His information is going to be in the description down below. Uh, I want to thank, obviously, ExpressVPN for sponsoring the podcast. And, of course, the main sponsor, all oh, the hex quarters, Seagate and uh, Shazeb. I present you. With this two terabytes external hard drive that you can use to save whatever. I mean, I don't know. Do you record your footage? Do you stream anymore, man?
1: Th- that's what I'm saying. Is I've been streaming every night. Now. So you have been. Yeah. So no, really, pro stream CS:GO anymore. Yeah. So every night, I've been kind of like taking over that CS:GO streaming. So you take, you, yeah,
0: yeah. That's it's it's, it's it's a it's a want a demand, and and uh, and you have to provide yeah. that. So man. I've been on that grind
1: again been a while
0: but good that man you're 25 now man work your ass off from here until you're 30 yeah you're gonna be fine man i'm talking about you're gonna be fine fine so grind that grind that ass off you know practice your practice but also stream your streams man like do it all anything on youtube
1: uh not yet but i'm about to
0: damn it the amount of if i if i search right now here uh shazam laugh shazam shazam laugh Laugh, Braxton, reaction, uh, bro, 580000 430000 bro, that's <laughs> money that you're leaving on the table, dog. I know, I know. Like, the fact that you aren't going to go, when this goes live, you aren't going to go and tell, or you yourself, or tell somebody that edits your videos to cut out certain clippets to put it on your channel, that's my favorite money, man.
1: Jesus. You're right, you're right. Look,
0: some people like money, some people don't. Okay, I'll leave you with that. Anyway, thank you for tuning in, guys. We'll see you guys on the next one. Goodbye.